These are the case notes of Mr. Monkchin and Mr. Stretch. Or should I say, Stretch and Monkchin? The question for today is, where are they going next? In the year of our Lord, 1887, on March the 18th day, an event changed Gallatry forever after. Let's review the situation, shall we, gentlemen? By providential hap, our two gentlemen were well met. Serendipity, stupidity, and a slight scrape with the Shoreditch specials put our two gentlemen in a situation that only our situationists have the ken to master. Confusion over a handsome cab fare led Mr. Aloysius Stretch and Mr. Byron and Monk into a conversation whilst awaiting the Marylebone Magistrate's decision over the cabbage's hotly disputed but still rather broken news. Upon the judgment, a settlement was proffered and reparations made for the offended snores. They were still in hot discussion while walking out of that very same court. Stretch and Monkchin had both found a kindred lost wandering spirit as they had never realized that they shared the same shame, the same professional embarrassment that was now a blood brother old school tie, so to speak. Having both been members of this society for psychical research, they had, through this lucky assault charge, discovered that both had been thrown out from the same said society, disgraced, disowned, and rather dismissed. For Mr. Stretch, he had reached his ghost-hunting zenith, after single-handedly cornering the terrible doll demon in the case of the haunted ventriloquist puppet, which came at high personal cost to himself. Although lauded by the London press, Mr. Stretch was injured during the struggle with Mr. Mephisto and suffered a bite from the creature as he dispatched the puppet back to hell by Tossing him into the fire. He then was cursed with terrible automaton phobia. It was this that led to his downfall whilst in the middle of his acceptance speech for the Society Medal for Bravery. The infected Aloysius Stretch insulted an influential society donor, Baroness Bernadette Bruce Birdle, in front of the whole society, he was told what he must do. 
In the case of Mr. Byron Monkjin, it was a more methodological affair. The Society for Psychical Research's raison d'être is to examine allegedly paranormal phenomena in a scientific and unbiased way. The Society felt that Monkjin's methods, although well practiced amongst the Indian tribes of North America, did not suit their scientific way due to his use of psychotropic drugs, nakedness, and, well, shaman ritual. He was duly dismissed by a member vote. Several members famously had l'attaque de nerve during the presentation of the evidence. So what becomes of the disgraced stretch and munching? If London society, nay, a London society would not have their talents, there was only one course of action. A new agency is to be established, a new partnership founded, a new paranormal duo formed to investigate the unnatural, to mediate the transcendental, to stretch and make over the chin of reality, so to speak. And where better to start such a venture? The most unnatural town in Victorian Britain. Gallantry, dear hearts. It's gallantry. Again. cheaply fastened to the outside of the Station Hotel in Gallatry in the year of our Lord, 1887. The sign reads, Mrs. Stretch and Monkchin, professional gentlemen investigators. We go where others far to tread. Monkchin stands outside the hotel, looking intently at the sign. Well, Mr. Stretch, I do declare that we are open for business. What could possibly go wrong? Well, Larger... Silence, Mr. Stretch. I do think you protest too much. Leave me to enjoy the colours. The pretty, swirling, multitudinous colours, Mr. Stretch. Do you see them? How can pushing up a bloody shine become a two-bong problem? Things have to be appreciated, Mr. Stretch, or else they become a bore. And moving a boat can be quite stressful. All those books to be shifted. But here we are, in Gallow Tree. Well, I wish you'd let me commission the sign writer. There's an e-mission. Far too? People will get the idea, Mr. Stretch. They'll accrue the gist of the meaning. It's in the detail, Mr. Stretch, in the detail. Hmm, bloody shilly, if you ask me. Well, Mr. Stretch, a momentous occasion... With your brute force... And my phobia. Yes, well, the less said about that, the better. Anyway, with your brute force and my cerebral cogitations, we are now ready for business. The situationists have arrived. With no bloody customers treading the path far to our door. Mr. Stretch, if you build it, they will come. We have together caused an erection. The erection of our proud side. If you build it, they will come. 
Have we hired a housekeeper yet? Aye. Mrs. Piddle is shifting her bags as we prattled here on this stoop. Tremendous. Then we're open for trade. The Situationists are here. Mm. The telephones are not being hooked up yet, and we have no credits at the grocers, and the local brewery sends odours in our general direction that makes me feel nauseous. And our calling cards aren't printed yet, apart from that, well... What could possibly go wrong? Indeed. What could possibly go wrong? Cheers, Mr. Monkchin. Cheers, my muscular friend. Cheers. We've arrived at the unnatural old gallery. Listening to Gallatry, a community-funded local radio station. If you enjoyed today's show and want to know more, or simply express a simple and not very cogent opinion, then email us at welcome to at gmail.com. You can tell us what you think, although we might already know what you think. Anyway, Gallatry is performed by Max Black, written and recorded by Max Black and Adam Ardark. Is copyright Gallatry Productions 2015. Thanks for listening, but remember. On your next journey home, gallantry may be just around the corner.